Hi, this is Dan Sullivan and welcome to the Multiplier Mindset. And I'd like to introduce to you Sean Shepard, who is, as he did this interview, is just in the very first year of Strategic Coach. He's talking about and introduced you a great, great new ability. I suspect it's an old ability that's just gotten a lot stronger, but it's the ability to say no. The irony of the lessons that I'm learning is I've actually had to say no to a lot of things. So my income's gone down dramatically and people will go, it's gone down and you're happy because now it's the future. And so then it's, I've always said that necessity is the best thing that you really fight for what you want. I got an offer a couple days ago. Hey, do you want to go to this one day thing? And there's all these big name speakers and I like speakers that I love and I, I read their books. And I was like, no, I have zero interest in that. Like I would love to see them in that, but are you going because you want change? Because if you're going because you want change, that's probably not the right. If you're going to feel good, I mean, I go to see a comedian because I just want to laugh and feel good. That's fine if that's what you want to go. But I want a long-term relationship. I want the relationships that last. I want the ones that have meaning. And you know, the irony is that's also the clients that I'm working with now. I'm not doing these one-off. I used to do these speaking gigs, speaking tours, and it'd be like, hello, Regina, hello, Saskatchewan, hello, Vancouver, hello, Toronto. And I don't want that because there's no connection and there's no how do we serve. So now that's part of my whole unique process is I'm starting with, there's a six month commitment. And if you don't want to do that, then we're not right. So the personal professional is the same. So it's the same with coach. So probably six weeks ago, a major, major client, they actually flew in from the West Coast because they wanted to meet with me. And so I've done work with them for about five years. And they basically said, here are all the issues that we're facing, the divisions up for sale and blah, blah, blah. We need your help. We need you. And so then I listened to them. I asked all these questions. And then what I said was, I'm not doing one-offs just to tell you. It has to be a long-term relationship. You know, all of this stuff. They're like, yes, yeah, we totally get it. And I kind of felt they didn't get it. And then two days later, I got an email from one of them saying, hey, yeah, great conversation, great meeting. Can you come to our sales meeting in three weeks and hit these 15 different points in an hour and leave our team with an action plan ready to? And I said, no. Like, you could call Kraskin, who's a magician, and see if he's available because... No, I can't do that. And like in an hour, that's not change. Like all the things that you wanted were lasting change, meaningful, but they go back to what they knew. And so I said, no. And his next email was, will you do it for $2,000 more money? And I'm like, you're not getting it. <laughs> and then his next email was, he was really worried that I was going to work for the competition because if he's saying no to this, there must be something else. In my heart, I knew that relationship was over. It was really hard. It was really, really hard. And I did that in my home office. And I came downstairs and said to my wife, I'm letting them go. That was my biggest client for the last five years. And this amount of money I'm letting go. And thank God, you know, for my wife and her amazing support. Because I think some spouses would be like, what are you nuts? Like, that's our two-week vacation to Jamaica for one hour. You can make that. Um, she's like, good for you because you're walking your coach talk. It was hard. 
So I'm not gonna sit here and go, that was an easy decision. That was a really hard decision. It was a really hard decision to say no to what you've done before. It was a really hard decision to say no to it. Check. And then the magic. So 48 hours later, this client that I'd only done one thing with, like a year and a half ago, I spoke at their national meeting. It was like 800 people. And they called and said, we wanna meet because we need you. And when we met, I didn't have to do any selling. They actually did all the talking. I did ask the Dan question. And they said, we want you to coach our leaders. We want you to do training in the company. We want you to speak from the stage with the follow-up process because we totally get you don't do the one-off keynotes. And it was all the things that I put down as my unique process that they didn't even know that I put that down as my unique process. And they're like, wow. And so it opened up this whole new possibility. Now, the thing is, now starting with them, that's what they know. So now you look at this, like I think of it, I love food, as you can tell. So I love like the bento boxes of Japanese restaurants. You get all these little compartments, right? And so before I used to have like the main dish, the chicken teriyaki would be the stuff I love, but then I didn't really like some of the sides. That was my work life. Now the whole bento box is like all great stuff. I needed to believe it first and then they needed to believe it. And the last conversation with this new client, they're like, you know, forms and all this stuff. They're like, no, 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 we have people that do, like, you don't do that because we don't know. You don't want to do that. I was like, wow. So you have to go through some rocky waters whenever you make change in any area of your life. You're not going to go to a two-hour session by anybody and change your life. I'm sorry. It takes a commitment. So that's the same thing with coach. I think what's possible, honestly, is more free time to do what I like and do what I love. More of just doing what I love and not having that one piece of what I do and actually building income around that. That's also passive income that I can support my communities beyond just me. When I look at what Dan did and, you know, when he started coach and he was just the coach and now, you know, he's got this ridiculous team in this beautiful office. That has been so inspiring to me because everything has been reliant on me. Like, oh, I want Sean to speak or I want Sean to coach. When we really dig deeper, they want different things and I can serve them much better that serves me and serves them. And I think before I always had that either or. And I hear that if you want to decide to make big money, then you have to do A, B, C, D, and E. Or if you decide to be like a really good person, then go work for a charity and, you know, like good luck because you'll never go out for dinner. And it's not an either or. Coach to me brought it together that I can have everything I want on my terms and serve more people with a deeper, longer impact. And that has been life-changing because I never thought it was possible. I really love the story that Sean tells us on this interview because it's the perfect example of a skill that I've noticed really grows in strategic coach clients as they get more in touch with their unique ability and they get more in touch with the activity that they love the most, which also includes who they're doing it with. When I first started coaching, I said my criteria for working with someone is that they pass the mirror test. 
And the mirror test is if I put a mirror under their nostrils and it fogged up, they were a good prospect. Okay, because when we start our entrepreneurial career, money is where you find it. There's no bad money, there's just good money. But as you become more successful in two ways, one is the amount of money you have available to support you goes up. But the other thing is you develop a real clarity between work that you like doing and work that you don't like doing, situations that you like being in and situations you don't like being in, and relationships that you like being in and relationships that you don't like being in. The wisdom of an entrepreneur is related to activities, situations, and relationships. And what I get from listening to Sean is that he's gotten very, very sharp about just what's good for him. And if somebody wants something that's outside the boundaries of what his standards are for how he likes to operate, what kind of activity he likes operating in, and the kind of situation he likes being in, you know, and that relates to the amount of time that he has to do it and what the expectations are of the people he's working with, but also just who they are, who he likes working with. And what develops there is this marvelous ability to say no to what many other people would say is a big opportunity, to say no to what might be a very large check. I remember a story about Steve Jobs that a new president for another corporation, I believe it was Nike, called Steve Jobs when he became the CEO and he said, could you just give me a little advice on how to get started right in my job? And Steve Jobs told him, he says, well, you got to learn how to say no. He said, you have too many products. And he said, it's confusing. I can't get a handle on where the center of your business actually is because it looks like you and the other management at Nike can never say no to a new idea. And he said, if I had to list the 10 biggest achievements I've had since I've been at Apple, it was the 10 things that I said no to. And we are today not so much because of the things we said yes to, we're actually where we are today. And, you know, it's the largest capitalized company in the world, most valuable company in the world by stock price. And I just said, what profound wisdom, you know. Everybody keeps saying yes and yes to bigger and bigger opportunities. I can't possibly say no because the check's too big and I can't say no. So Sean is just really highlighting. He's putting it in neon lighting what this great skill of being able to say no. I don't think I've ever really seen a book on entrepreneurship or seen a, you know, an article or an interview where somebody said, my greatest skill is saying no to everything except what just matches up with the kind of activity I love doing, the situation, the circumstances under which I can do that activity but even more importantly, who I'm doing the activity with. So I think Sean just started Coach. He tells us that he, he loves it so far, but I think he's already discovered one of the most important principles and one of the most important skills that you can possibly gain from being in the strategic coach. And I think by allowing us to get this interview, he's going to send this message out to a lot of other people who, in hearing Sean, they'll actually be able to develop what seems to be an ability that he already has. Mm -hmm.